Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back to the program. Today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Ed and now Steve Jordahl joins us. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. You know, we were talking last uh, half hour about the uh, one of the subjects we t- talked about, how the left-wing secularists, I call them, are the in this country. The, I'm talking about the hardcore bunch. They want to silence dissenting voices. Oh, man, big time. And, and they're asking for help from like social they, media and everything. They want to shut down conservatives from being able to participate in culture and society and just everyday life. I could give you many examples of this, folks. Um, I'm not exaggerating. Am I exaggerating, Ed? You think I'm exaggerating? No, in in terms of uh, them wanting to, no, absolutely not. They've they have stated it explicitly. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you just one more example. This just came to mind. There is a woman that Biden put up for Federal Communications Commissioner FCC. We did an action alert on this for our supporters a month or so ago. Uh, okay, she she has not been confirmed. Okay, there are the five. Gigi Sohn. Gigi Sohn, that's her name. Look her up. She's the one with the red glasses. Okay. Uh, it's, maybe there's some symbolic red glasses. <laughs> Get it? Thomas. <clears throat> well, I, I'm just saying. Tommy. Okay, so, but he, here's the thing. There are five FCC commissioners. I think the Republicans put two and the and the Democrats put two on the commission and then the president chooses one. True? Usually it, from his own party, his or her own party. Okay. So this uh Gigi Sohn, that's her name. S O H N, is that her name? Yes. yes. Okay. Now she's not been confirmed by the Senate, and I don't think she will be. Okay. She said on the record. What was her quote? Uh, Fox News should not be on the air. Yes, that that was that was the gist. It's not an exact quote, but she said that they are a danger to our republic, and okay, that they shouldn't be on okay. the air. Okay, how do I exaggerate that? That's what she said. Right. She called out Fox News by name. This is a woman. That Biden chose, he could have chosen one of a thousand people. He went out and picked this woman to be his nominee. She has to be confirmed by the Senate. She's yet to be. To sit on a a a, a governing body that can say yes or no to broadcast licenses for television and radio stations. Right. Huh? I, I'm just, I'm being, I'm, I'm drawing this out so people can see we're not exaggerating. 
when we say the left, the hardcore left wingers in this country, they don't want to just have a discussion and uh, where they condemn conservatives as being haters and all these words that they racist and all these things that they use. If they can, they want to get in control of levers of power where they have the authority to, through the use of force with the government, shut you down. Okay? Shut, sh- shut gr- groups down and make life miserable for conservative people or what Hillary Clinton calls the deplorables. Right. Um, you, what are you looking at? I'm trying to speak? find the exact, the exact quote. quote. Yeah, I'm trying to find That's, the exact quote. That, I, 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 I'm not mischaracterizing what she said. Uh, if I don't have the exact quote, are you looking for it too, Steve? Yes, sir. So if I look for it, then nobody's going to be talking on this show here. <laughs> for all my concerns about Facebook, are you, I believe are that... You, wait, hold on a second. Are you quoting I'm her now? I'm quoting her now. This is okay, a tweet that ahead. she put out. For all my concerns about Facebook, I believe that Fox News has had the most negative impact on our democracy. It's state-sponsored propaganda with a few, if any, opposing viewpoints. Where's the hearing about that, she asks. This is prior to her, her being nominated. This is October of 2020. And, and when she says state-sponsored propaganda, she means the fact that they are licensed by the FCC to be on the air. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, how she, that's how she says. And, and what's, what's unsaid there is, if it were up to me, I'd strip them of their license. Right. There you go. Yeah, because if it's a threat to democracy in our country and the state is allowing it, then... Maybe the FCC and should not allow And this is the person it. that Biden chose to be on the FCC commission. Right. As I, again, as I said, which which says yes or no to broadcast licenses. And you know who else is on is uh, licensed by the FCC to be on the air? Us. We are. We are. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. We would be in her her crosshairs, too, this woman. No doubt. Uh, if, if she's allowed to go forward. Now she's going to say something to the commit to the senators, like, "Oh, I really didn't mean shut people down. I meant do anybody do anything." So I, I want to make myself clear. When, when when people say I want to make my when politicians especially say I want to make I want to be very clear, it means they they weren't clear before, and they're about they're not about to be any clearer. Right. In their next few statements. And in parentheses, what they're saying is, and I really, really want this position. <laughs> so I am willing to twist my own words. Yes. Not just yours, Senator. I'm Jen, willing to uh, tw- twist Jen my own Psaki words. Jen at the White House says that about every day. She yeah. says, somebody will say, well, the, the president just said this, uh, which contradicts what he said three days ago. And she'll, and then she'll come back and say, "Well, the president wants to uh, is very has been very clear." Yes. And I want to go. No, he hasn't. That's the reason you're being asked about this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Huh? This and let what, me let me perform my my duties uh, uh, and twist the words, words of the president yes. so they come out sounding a lot more intelligent. Right. And then and then she's she's good at this, Steve. She's like, I have her, I have to, I have to give her this. She wants she'll give some non-answer to a question that one of the one of the few brave ask her at the white house and then when she doesn't answer the question at all i'm, I'm talking about in any substance she'll come the person will come back and say well that isn't what i asked or you didn't answer my question 
To which she will respond, and she's got this down perfectly. I've already answered that question. And then she points next yes. to the next reporter. Now, I'm not saying other press. Maybe that's an art you have to learn to. You don't know a skill. I think that's exactly what their job is. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's in the handbook. Um, well, if you have well, to, I got it. She does it well. She's, if you she's have talking points, your talking point is that the sky is blue. Right. If someone asks you about uh, what the flavor of ice cream you like, you say the sky is blue. That's not what I asked you. Well, the sky is blue. And, or, I, or, and as far as I'm concerned, because, I answered your question. Yeah. yeah because, or you say the sky is the sky. The president says the sky is blue. I'm looking outside. And it's raining. And Jinsaki goes, "Well, uh, let me be clear. The president believes the sky is blue." Next question. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the way it works, I guess. All right, Steve. What do you got over there? Well, boy, there's some uh, interesting st- and horrific stuff going on down at the border. We love horrific. <coughs> we <Steve>. do. Don't <laughs> we? Can't get enough of that. If it, le- wow. if it bleeds, it leads, Steve. Right here on this show. Uh, fortunately, no bleeding in this, but there was a truck full of 132 oh. migrants pulled over, found inside a commercial tractor trailer rig down by El Paso. When was this? This would this would have been. Um, on Monday, 132 were crammed into this truck. And we'll ask uh, Brent to put a picture up here. They have a picture of these poor people crammed into the into the um, uh, the truck here. Two unaccompanied children from Guatemala, 130 adults from Guatemala, Honduras, Mexico, Ecuador. And uh, they were, it, the incident they say began last Sunday, late, late last Sunday night at the Isleta Border Patrol. Uh, border. The Border Patrol agents from Isleta uh, received information regarding a smuggling activity. They found this thing and they set these people free. Some of them uh, were set sent them back. Free and free but into America? Some of them were sent back to Mexico. Some of them were pros- went to the processing center where they take But all- you showed us the picture this morning in our meeting and it's, it's scary how a lot of these people are being uh, uh, moved shipped mm-hmm. up to the United States. You know, it's not unusual during the summer months for some of these people to die in a in a no. in a truck in a closed Correct. container. They no food, no water. It, it's a a tragedy. Yeah. But, you know, President Joe Biden's getting what he wanted. He said, "I encourage a surge across our borders," and he's getting what he wanted. Well, you know who's having none of it? Arizona Attorney General uh, Mark Burnovich, he is saying, he released a uh, statement that said that the border crisis, the people streaming over the border into Arizona, at least, is an invasion. He used the word invasion. And uh, this is an opinion he put out on Monday. Now, by the way, forgive me if I'm covering stuff you've already covered. This is, um, I've just got back from California. And... You no, know, we have, we hadn't covered this. Once story. I once you're in California, you don't hear any of the conservative news anymore because it doesn't <laughs> exist. So I have no idea what the we've been cone talking about. Of silence. That's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mark Burnovich released a legal opinion calling the southern border crisis an invasion, and he says under the U.S. Constitution, Arizona can stop an invasion. It allows the Arizona police or National Guard to remove illegal immigrants back to Mexico. He's saying, really, that's what he says. So as long as they call it an invasion, they legally have the authority as to do that? As long as it is an invasion. He says it, the, the classification under the U.S. Constitution gives states the power to defend and to take action against hostile actors. So, yeah. Um, 
This from the opinion, the violence and lawlessness at the border caused by transnational cartels and gangs satisfies the definition of an invasion under the U.S. Constitution, and Arizona therefore has the power to defend itself from the invasion under the governor's authority as commander-in-chief. I thought it was the federal government's job to defend the border. Well, that's, no, why, it, we, that's why we have a the border the border control uh, agency uh, and homeland security. That's those are federal government uh, roles. Well, and this is this was a case several years ago in Arizona, actually, that the Arizona decided since it was during the Obama administration and Obama was not going to be uh, enforcing the border uh, laws. Arizona said, "Well, then we will." And uh, the the federal government sued Arizona and won, uh, saying the judge saying that no, this is a federal issue. However, both the Arizona's attorney general and the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, now are quarreling with the federal government. And this is the little catch they're using: Who is it that controls the national guard, the state national, the state guard there? They're paid. They are under the authority of the governor, right? But they are paid using depart. De- uh, Department of Defense funds. Well, Texas, so, for one, is saying, no, yeah. I'm the commander-in-chief, says Governor Abbott, and therefore I make the rules and I can use them however I want. Well, the governor of Oklahoma tried this first. I, don't, I can't remember if he was successful. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know where that is. Uh, that is to say, when Biden said all National Guardsmen have to get the COVID vaccine shots, are they fired? Yeah. Then the governor of Oklahoma at the time, this is three or four months ago, doing exactly what Governor Abbott's doing now, went right. to court to say, wait a minute, uh, the president doesn't control the National Guard. The governors do. They, uh, the, I, kind of a blurry line, isn't it? I'm a lawyer, but I, I, think, I think the governor of Texas loses on this one because the governor of the state can deploy the National Guard, but the National Guard are essentially military reserves. They are paid by the federal called out government, by the president. And they, they can, can be national, they can be co- federalized. They, they can, can be, be federalized. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in both. terms of controlling. Yeah, it is it is a mixed bag, but I think they're basically considered like I mean they're not the only reserves that the military has, but they're they're used that way. So that's why, that's why they can be deployed around the world. Yes. And were during Operation uh, Freedom or whatever it was called during in Freedom. Iraq and Afghanistan. I know so Iraq. There is a bill going through the Oklahoma House of uh, uh, Legislature right now that would limit the uh, power that the federal government has over the state's National Guard. Now, is Biden going to continue? Uh, you got a problem. You got a problem out in Los Angeles right now. The state of California is firing. Ten uh, percent of the sheriff's staff out there, right? You know, and, and one of the towns, and, one of the cities, one, one of the city, city, can't, I guess counties. Um, are they? Uh, are these governors and the president going to continue with this vaccine shot mandate? Mandate when it, when when even when COVID isn't even here anymore. Well, I Do don't you know. Continue that, on with that. You you know the mask mandate's the only thing I've heard. The blue states saying they're going to drop. I have not heard any of these. Uh, the federal government, certainly the Biden administration, has not, has not, and some of these states, none of them have said they're going to stop the vaccine mandates. I haven't heard anybody say that. Even even if COVID goes away? I think, I think what the Biden administration is going to say, here's my prediction. Okay. They're going to say to protect against other 
possible variants, <laughs> we are going to continue to advocate for vaccination. That's what I think they're okay. going to say. Okay. And you think that's going to sail? No. Well, I mean, it, it, this is one of those issues where if you're going to follow what the government says, you're going to do it and you're going to mock or yell at like a Karen, okay, anyone who won't follow it. And if you're of the mind that there is no more threat and I'm more worried about getting the vaccine than what the vaccine supposedly. Do you can- think that's going to carry over for the flu shot? That, that, that approach? No. You mean mandates? Flu Ma- shot mandates? Mandate? Yes, mandates for the flu I shot. I don't. I, I think because that would undermine their push for the COVID vaccine mandates because their argument is this is this, this is a special case. That's why we're you know mandating what? it. This is like, this is almost like, okay, telling people they need to go um, into the uh, tornado cellar in the when the skies are clear. Huh? Because one could come you, in the future? Well, because you never know. Yeah. You never know. Clouds can come up quick. That's right. And, and lives can be destroyed better safe than sorry. So the sky's clear. That's a pretty, but, that's a pretty good analogy. But, but you need to go into the uh, storm cellar because you're at least for a couple of hours, just to make sure. Yes. That, uh, that, that the tornadoes. And are not, not only should you, you will. Yeah. We're mandating it. Yeah. That's not a bad, that's not a bad analogy. Yeah, I just came up there off the top of my head. Well, it's, <laughs> I mean, I, I can do more stuff like that too. Uh, you mean to juggle? <laughs> huh? If if you, if you can, okay, well, you're on, you're on camera with okay, Facebook. Well, I, I didn't bring my, um, anyway, we can get back to that later. Yeah. Go ahead, Steve. All right. Hey, there's uh, about 40 Republican uh, lawmakers that are calling on president Biden to, um, take a cognitive test. President Trump did. They're led by Dr. Ronnie Jackson, who's a congressman from Texas, who was President uh, Obama and President Trump's doctor uh, physician while they were in the White House. And um, the Democrats told uh, Trump that they wanted him to take a cognitive test. He did. He passed with flying colors. I don't remember that. I remember them calling for it. I don't remember him taking the test, but he did, huh? He did. He said, um, if I'm reading this correctly here, he said I, he was anxious to take the test and show that he was more than qualified. And probably and was. Uh, passed you with flying colors yes. better than anyone else ever. He <laughs> scored best. better. Best. 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 Better, than any, better than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Ever, that the world has ever seen. That's right. <laughs> so they're calling on, on President Biden. It's because they're saying more and more Americans are now questioning the competency of our president. We've been kind of pointing it. He's that not going to do that. He's not going to do that because he might fail. Well, he's not going to do that until maybe they tell him it's time to. Now, that's, that's conspiratorial in nature, and I don't want to get on Homeland Security's list You're here. on it. Yeah, I'm sure I am. <laughs> but what if they say, you know, it's after the uh, midterm elections, we got clobbered. We're going to need you to take the, the oh, test. Oh, I see what you're saying. An inside hit. Well, so so, so that so that he has a rationale for stepping down. Yeah, yeah. And so that that uh, – He has said that when asked if he was running for president. So again that that powerhouse Kamala Harris can storm ahead, <laughs> right? 
That political has, powerhouse, he, Kamala he has, Harris. He has said, of course I'm going to run for re-election if my health allows it. Yeah. But he didn't say mental health. No, he didn't. But he just, if he's in good physical shape, I don't know. I, I'm just yeah, kind of spitballing. Steve, he's spitballing. I can't juggle, Steve, but okay. you know, I can spitball. <laughs> Next topic, Steve. All right, let's talk about this. Um, there was a, another uh, hate crime. Well, kind of hate crime. It happened at the Southern Illinois University at Edwardsville, and uh, someone put up some signs that said, black people don't belong, and um, some other signs, things that we can't really say on the radio. Very ugly. And uh, At Southern Illinois, I thought that was in Carbondale. Is it, it? Maybe they got multiple campuses. I just want to make sure we got this right. What school is a it? A student at Southern Illinois University, Edwardsville is what I'm okay, reading. Okay, well, then they must have multiple campus. campuses, yes. Okay. Has been criminally charged because... Well, the demand for racism is outstretching the supply. <laughs> the, uh, this oh, no. Was, this is was this another one of those hoaxes? It's a hoax. It's a, a black girl <sighs> named uh, Kalia A. Clark Mabins, 19 years old, and oh. she has been charged with three counts so of disorderly conduct. what happened was she wrote, somebody wrote racist things on what? Uh, a, bil- uh, a building there on campus. Yeah, put a, put a, uh, signs up. And, yeah. and uh, the campus freaks out. And as is often the case, as it turns out, it was uh, a person wanting to draw attention to themselves. Well, not to themselves, but to a cause. So they make stuff up. So in this case, you had a black young student, right? Was found to be doing the graffiti or whatever you call it. Right. So everybody gets all worked up and fears the KKK is about to take over the campus. And as it turns out, it was a black student trying to stir up trouble. Yep. And racial animosity between that's that's she ought to be kicked kicked out of school. Well, I bet she'll be tried for a. There's got to be crime involved there. Well, false report. Is this the case where they actually accused two white students? Yes. Of this. Yes. And there were calls for these two white students to be kicked out. That's true. And that's part of the false reporting uh, as well. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. They accused two white students of doing it. And then this young, it was a young black lady, right? So they were yes. trying to, they were trying to railroad these two innocent white kids who had, no, had nothing to do with it, had nothing to do with it. All the while it was an African-American, uh, girl who did it. Yes. Now, now she filed a false report with the police so she can be charged just like, uh, but this, this kind of thing, you know, happens over and over and over and over again, over and over and over again. And, you know, and I'm not saying there aren't there, – tomorrow there couldn't be a real case of right. this happening. That, that, you're talking about a country of 330 million people. But uh, over and over and over again, we get the Jesse Smollett syndrome, what I call it, where these, these uh, people have to try to make up crimes uh, to, try to, to try to make conservatives or white people or Trump supporters look bad. And and then they're often caught doing the doing the setting up the crime themselves. You know what gets them in trouble? They use cliches, yeah, all the time. Like what did what did what was written on the side of the building? black people don't belong? Okay, that was the more mild, the more mild one. Yeah. I know, but that kind of thing. You go. So she's sitting there going, "What can I write that people would? What can I put on this wall right here? I tell you what, write." If somebody was advising All lives her. matter. No, right. Right. Black people don't belong. Yeah, write that. Write that. Because 
that'll be huh? Everybody. That's what will, a racist would say. That's what a racist would say. So write that down. They here. commit they commit crimes to prove that these crimes actually take place. <laughs> Ditto. Or the demand noted. exceeds the supply. Okay, Ed shall we shall not Ed shall now go now go watch me juggle. Yes. <laughs> and Steve, thank you. Our thanks 11. to Fred and everybody else. See you back here tomorrow.